With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Been on this show for years, TJ Hushmanzada. Often the stuff he tells us before he goes on the air is as good and as juicy and informative as off-the-air stuff. So, um, you know, it's interesting. We were talking about Joe Burrow had the injury. Thank God he's fine. You know Burrow. You've trained Burrow. You've been around him. Um, It it is interesting. Years ago, Sean McVay said, I'm not playing any of my starters in preseason. Um, I know McVay's belief has always been, get the pads off these guys. Veteran players know it. There's nothing here they're going to learn. Where do you fall on star quarterback, star receiver, star edge rusher, star corner, practice load, preseason load? I'm not blaming the Bengals on practice load. You have to play. But it does feel like, TJ, there's been a little bit of a sea change since McVay came in the league. And what are we doing here? It's actually smart. Guys work so hard in the offseason. They might take two, three weeks off, maybe. And when they're doing that, they're probably getting up stretching each day, mobility type Guys are training year-round, so they're not coming into training camp having to get in shape. These guys are in shape. You just want to maintain it. And when you look at what happened with Joe specifically, he had already had a sleeve on his right calf. If you look at it, he has a sleeve on his right calf. (laughs) And so he never wears a sleeve on his right calf, so that showed me. They knew. Something was already bothering him. And I was because I texted him, bro, please tell me you're all right. He was like, I'm good. And so that sleeve showed me it was tight. It was already bothering him. They could have erred on a side of caution. Um, He'll probably miss two to three weeks. He'll be ready to go for the regular season. But that's going to bother him or be there at least the first quarter of the season. So uh, Jay Mack and I had a disagreement. I think it was the end of the first hour is I think Stephon Diggs is more Randy Moss, not physically. In terms of Randy will lock in for two or three years, <clears throat> then he'll chirp, and then maybe it's time to move off. It's not a Des Bryant situation where day one in Dallas, they had the higher security detail. It felt like it was constant massaging and making it work, and he was very productive. Stephon Diggs, to me, is a guy that after about three years in Mini, four years, three years in Buffalo, Randy had this sort of thing, is that you know he would tire of this, you would tire of that. 
I, I look at this whole Buffalo situation as I'm seeing a little drip, drip warning signs. Um, receivers have a history of this. I, I was tell, saying during the break, you're a very mature guy. You're different than most receivers. It's a very emotional position. First to break the huddle. It's got an NBA feel to it. Get me the ball. I get it. What would you do with Stephon Diggs? How, we've seen a little discomfort. Does it worry you? How it, much would you allow? It does worry me because that playoff game was, I believe, January 21st, 22nd, somewhere around there. January. Minicamp was mid-June. <laughs> That's six months. That's six months. Me personally. February, March, April, May. I'm going to call Josh. Or I'm going to go see Josh within those six months because – if I'm still angry about something that happened in a playoff game in January, that must really be bothering me. Why can't I just reach out to them and handle They can say, oh, it's not a big deal. It was a big deal because they sent you home. It's They send you home, it's a big deal. If it bothered you that much, let's talk about it prior to minicamp. And so that concerns me that you held on to that for that long. And Josh isn't a punk. You're not just going to run him over. And so he's been in this league for eight, nine years. He's been good the whole time. Josh's personality is they need each other. When I think of the Buffalo Bills, I think of two players, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. That's what I think about. So when you're the two best players on offense, for sure, you guys got to come to this agreement or understanding of what's expected of each other. We're not going to disrespect each. We can't have these type of disagreements where everybody knows we can disagree. You and I privately, but I don't want everybody to see this. And, and so if Stefan is that guy, the Randy Moss, like you, he got to be careful because in a couple years, nobody's going to want to deal with him. Yeah. He can, he can be really good. Nobody's going to want to deal with him because they don't want him in the quarterback's ear feeling like, I got to get the ball. I got it. We all want the ball. And people that may be listening to this, I was like that. Like there's times you're pissed off. You want the ball, but Six months later, nah, I'm going to handle that prior to. Yeah. So um, the running back situation, I said, the league does a really good job to constantly evolve to protect the players physically. But they don't always protect you guys economically. And the reality is safeties, linebackers, and running backs aren't as valuable today as 10 years ago. And the league's like, listen, we'll, we'll limit hitting. We'll limit hits. We'll make it safer. But we're not going to guarantee all you're going to make the money. Economies change. And so, like, I look at Saquon Barkley. He's got value, but I wouldn't sign him to a long-term deal. And I think he's great. You're in the locker room with guys. Safeties now. Line, off-ball linebackers. Guards. They're not getting paid. It, it sucks for them, specifically Saquon, because he is the offense. Yeah. He's the offense. So if I'm Saquon, like, I'm like, really? And you hate to do this. You really hate to do this, but you say to yourself and others that you're really cool with, they really just gave Daniel Jones oh, this. Oh, I get it. And I'm getting, <laughs> like, I get it. Like, you say that amongst each other. Like, you can't believe it, but it's a business. And you're going to pay what you can pay. If, it, if it's this price, then you – Daniel Jones' price was this. They had to pay it. Saquon Barkley's price isn't. Nobody's going to pay more than they're required to pay. That's right. And if Saquon was the GM and the owner, he would do the same thing. It sucks for them, 
But this is just what it is right now for the running backs. It, it's also since he's been in the league, he is the third highest paid running back after Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. So I could argue he's been paid commensurate due his production. He should be the third highest paid, fourth highest paid running back in the league. He had an injury year. He had an average year. He had a great year. Very good last year. Um, you know, it's it's. I'll, I'll, one more question. I want to pivot to the Netflix documentary quarterback. All the guys are likable. All of them look great. But I am struck with Mahomes' ability to balance his brother, a newborn, the pressure, Andy Reid, the media, the scrutiny. And I was saying one of 14 teams on Hard Knocks have won a playoff game. One of five teams on the Amazon series has won a playoff game. So two of 19. Cameras are not good for you in the NFL. And he wins the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, he had nine rookies on the team. There is something about Mahomes, and I don't remember your first interactions with him. When I watched the Netflix series, his ability to compartmentalize to his, you know, they call it IQ and EQ, his emotional quotient. He got a lot of stuff moving around him, like a lot of stuff. And he just seamlessly works his way through it. I'm, it's kind of remarkable to me. Do you remember the first time you met him, saw him, noticed him? Mahomes is a cool dude. I met, I actually met Mahomes uh, at the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight in Vegas. I was there. <laughs> yeah, that's where I met him at. That's where I saw him. Um, him. Him and Kelsey, we, this is the thing about guys like Mahomes, he probably doesn't even have stress because nothing, nothing bothers him. So him filming this, it's nothing for him. It's just a camera around. He's Mike, it's nothing because he's not going to let this camera change what he says, how he plays, how he goes about his business. He's just not going to do it. It doesn't bother him. And there's just certain players that, and just people in general, things just don't bother him. It's kind of water off a duck's back. Oh, well, it is what it is type of thing. Yeah. And he plays, he plays that way. He plays very free. He doesn't need control. Brady wanted control. Even his documentary. Peyton Manning would tell you he wanted control. A lot of athletes do. They have a schedule. They have a habit. They want control. He has the ability to not control stuff, and it looks frenetic and loose, and he's yet totally under control. He's kind of a he may, throw whatever you got to throw at me. He may want to say in things, but if it's working, I don't need to say in anything. If things are going the way they should go, I don't need to have a say in like anything. Like Kirk Cousins, by the way, when you watch him, very meticulous, almost obsessed, wants control. Hey, Colin. I like Kirk Cousins now. So, I do too. That, that, that show, like, I'm like, Kirk Cousins is cool. Like, he just like, seems like a down-to-earth type yeah. of dude. Like, that show made me, and I didn't dislike him. I'm the same it way. It just made me like him. I'm the same way. All right, let me see. I got one more question for you. What do you make of Sean Payton kind of ripping? I, <laughs> I thought it was great. I liked it. Yeah. I, you just never see it. Ever. You don't see a coach come out and do that to another coach, but – Sean just said what a lot of people were thinking. Now it does put a little pressure on Russell to come out here and play because you're basically saying, like, Russell can still play, and this dude make Russell look like he was terrible. Right. And if Russell Wilson – we know Sean Payton can coach. That's no question. But if Russell Wilson plays well, they need to get Hackett out the league because everybody knows this that been on – I've played on four teams, and I was consistently with the Bengals, and you go team, team, team. There's really a lot of bad coaches in the NFL. 
And guys that go from team to team towards the end, you start to see that, like, this dude is trash. He knows nothing. Hey, I, I, I talk to executives. There are scouts in this league that you rely on, and you get players in, and they can't play the camp. Dude, these like, dudes, they can't play at all. But guess what's going to happen? The Jets are going to be pretty good this year. It's going to be all Aaron Rodgers and his defense and Salah. It's not going to be Hackett, but Hackett's going to kind of get let off the hook. Yeah. Because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Good seeing you, my man. Appreciate it. TJ Hushman's auto. Are you on uh, speak after this? Yes, sir. You know who yesterday I'm driving down the road and a car pulls up and a window goes down right in the middle of traffic and he looks over at me. It was shady. Shady. (laughs) So what's up? I'm like, you're in traffic. You can't stop in traffic. He don't care. Shady a great dude, man. (laughs) He's a great dude. Yeah, he is. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herd Live I don't know news. how he saw me. 
in the middle of LA traffic. A car pulls up, and guy looks over, and I'm like, I'm a windows rolled up. I got my shades on. Don't bury the lead. That's two guests today who have said the Jets are going to be very good. See, TJ just slid it right in there, Mangini. So that's two. Keep I like track. the Jets. Jets going to win 11, 12 games. Oh, boy, geez. He's more on 9-10. You're just encouraging him. Mangini's saying 12. He's saying 12. But listen, these guys are professionals. They're <laughs> Fox Sports <laughs> analysts. They're pro- <laughs> Start to pay attention, Cowherd. All right, All let's right. go to the 49ers. Uh, a lot of success over the last few seasons. They, they did have a Super Bowl appearance. Can't win it all yet. George Kittle says the team recognizes they need to capitalize on the shrinking Super Bowl window. We have a great core guys in really important positions. We understand that some, you know, the whatever the window, whatever that is, could be closing. Um, you know, we're going to try our best to keep that window open as long as we possibly can, but we're going to try to sneak out some wins, uh, you know, while that window is still open, according to everybody else. We need to win games. It's on us. Uh, you know, it's on our amazing coaching staff. It's on our amazing players. Like, we have to go out there and win. Look at Kittle's hair. Yeah, I know. Kind of a mess, isn't yeah. it? You know, his game is so different. Yeah. It's like that hair almost works. <laughs> you know how I joke that I'll I'll like walk into the grocery store with an NBA jersey. He looks like he'll go anywhere with cut off sleeves, just long hair, cut off sleeves. Yeah, that's a what's up. Not terribly. It's not. You know what? Whatever. I. It's not it's tough. It, he looks like a tough guy. Cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. I saw him at. I've seen him at uh, events. Is he as big as Darren Waller? No. You know what George Kittle is when you're next to him. Smaller than you think because he's so lean, mm. dude. He's he's doesn't have a lot of body fat. He's not one like Gronk is like all shoulders. Yeah, I've stood next to Gronk. You're like, what is this? JJ Watt. I haven't stood next to him, but I've been in a room. It's he's like large. Yeah, Kittle is kind of yoked. Yeah, you know the another guy that's not as big as you think, and I really have a good relationship with. I see him two or three times a year. Is Max Crosby of the Raiders? A great pass rusher. Now he's obviously a big man. It's not like Max is, you know, I've seen Max in a t-shirt. He's a big man, and I think in the season he's probably more jacked up. But it just shows you, like, a lot of times these athletes, I've been next to George Kittle. He doesn't have gigantic mm. shoulders. He's tough. He's He plays with sort of a reckless. He's twitchy. He's twitchy. Yeah. You know, Max Crosby, when you he's not blowing guys over like Aaron Donald. It's athleticism, range, smarts. It, it's, you'd be surprised how often with football players, they're not as big as you think. Now, again, left tackles, J.J. Watt. There are these guys that don't even make Gronk, don't even make, like, genetic sense. You know, like, Gronk just doesn't yeah. look like okay. anybody you know. But you, a lot of times, I remember when I first met Teddy Bruschi, and I'm like, you're the guy that nobody could block? Yeah. And Teddy looked like a businessman. Um, you mentioned two tight ends, Kittle and Gronk. Who would you rather not tackle? Oh, tied. They're both. Oh, now, really? Oh, I think they're both unbelievable. I think we've seen the three best tight ends of. I mean, you're talking. I'm lucky. I've seen all of them. I go back to you know, Dave Casper for the Raiders. But I mean, between wait, wait, was that another '70s reference? It was between Gronk, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. I mean, it's almost and nothing against Shannon Sharp and Tony Gonzalez, both amazing. But in the last ten years. The position is changing. Yeah. This kid for Baltimore, Mark Edwards. Isn't that his name? The tight end for Baltimore? Yeah, I think so. Mar- I'm, so I'm so sorry. Mark Andrews. Andrews, right, right. That right. kid, he is open yeah. every play. Yeah. 
every play Mark Andrews is open. By the way, I'll guarantee you, and I've seen Shannon Sharp talk to him here. Oh, you can't believe I guarantee you he's bigger than oh, Gronk no, 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 no. or uh, yeah. Kittle. I mean, like, Shannon is, doesn't make... He's doing like three-a-day workout. That guy's a beast. Yeah, no, but <laughs> there are NFL guys that are gigantic. It's yeah. like left tackles don't look like anybody I've ever yeah. seen, and you get occasional. But, but I think a lot of times you stand next to a lot of pro athletes in the NFL, and you're taken back by they are... They're tough, but they're not always quite as big as you think. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Odell Beckham and the uh, Ravens. Odell hasn't played in 17 months. Wow. Goodness gracious. Since that torn ACL in the Super Bowl. Um, but he's a full participant in practice with the Ravens. And here's Odell on how he's feeling back on the football field. There's no real limitations. Um, it's just about, you know, knowing every detail of the playbook and that way when you know every single thing you know which is day two once you you know everything every single thing you can play fast again like i don't know a percentage i just feel good i feel like i'm going to continue to work to get back to who i know i truly am don't forget how good he was for the rams immediately out of cleveland he was good for the rams game one wow he was good and he got banged out hitting that Super Bowl. He was on his way he, to being. He was opposite Cooper Cup. Well, he wasn't facing any number one cornerbacks. Well, I think in Baltimore he's going to face number ones. Right? I, I think he's going to be pretty good. I, he's yeah, a, of course he'll be good. Listen, he he's got a he likes attention. I'm I'm okay with that, <clears throat> and he gets attention, but he's good. Yeah. He by the way, That's he was good backwards the, at the podium guy right there. Uh, he's a receiver. I don't care. Oh oh oh. Do not care so with what, receivers. Can, quarterback That's iffy. It. That's it. But receiver, all good. Don't care about anybody else. Sauce Gardner rolls up hat backwards. Don't all care. Good. Okay. At all. Just the QBs. QBs, Wednesday presser in front of the bank and the podium, the bank sponsor. Put your hat on. Sorry. All right. So uh, thir- here's our final Wednesday story. It's a quarterback. Quarter- okay. I- I'm worried. I hope we don't have video. <laughs> Kenny Pickett entering his second season with the Steelers. Uh, remember, he was in the QB competition last year with Trubisky. Um, ended up coming in and, and playing really well. He's got a firm grasp of the offense in the starting role. Mike Tomlin on expectations for Pickett coming into the season. This is the second lap around the track for him, like it is all our second-year players. So I think it's reasonable for them to to proceed with that knowing and that knowing to be displayed in their production and the consistency of their play. And so he's no different than any other second-year player in that regard. It's just that he's our, our quarterback. He needs to be what we need him to be. Um, I know that... He, he's preparing with that mindset, and I like his approach and his and his demeanor in that regard. But you know, I think whether you're talking about guys like quarterbacks or guys like me as a head coach, um, we need to be what our team needs us to be. He's the best quote in league yeah, history. He's, he's, he's literally he's like good. I'm seriously never been a better quote in the history of the league. Um, he needs to be what we need him to be. That's what I need from you. You just need to be what I need you to be, which is listen a lot. And uh, agree with me on almost every count. Almost every, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get that done. Um, quick note. I love when we talk about this, but like Steelers schedule, week one, Kenny Pickett at home against the Niners. To me, that's the second best game of opening weekend. It's, what's the number? I don't have it in front of me, but uh, San Francisco is going to be favored on the road. Pittsburgh, dog at home. Two and a half point dog. It's like an automatic bet for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, that ga- I, I think after Jets-Bills, that's the second-best game of the week. Line is three. I would take Pittsburgh. By the way, Pittsburgh went into Buffalo a couple years ago and knocked the 
Bills on their Tomlin butt. Tomlin is going to spend the entire preseason talking oh, about no. this game. No, no, he'll. We're th- setting the tone for I'm the year. I'm taking the Steelers in Week One against San Francisco. And remember, last year in the monsoon, uh, Trey Lance went to Chicago. Blah, 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 Bears win. I, I, I'm just San Fran early. Week One is weird. You get weird. There's going to be a yeah. massive shock. Week ones are weird. The Jets over the Bills will not qualify as a massive All shock. All right, you done? Yeah, now I'm done. Yeah. Were you what I needed you to be then? I don't know. Done. Done is what I needed you to be. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. Woo! Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do you own the day in sports? You make incredible plays. How do the rest of us? With Irish Spring, go to a local retailer today for Irish Spring. All right, Jason McIntyre, we call it uh, tomorrow's headlines today where the Hall of Fame game is less than a week away. You're going to make some predictions on who's going to make big jumps, who's going to disappoint, where's a star free agent going to go. You ready to play? Yeah. Now, listen, we talk about this stuff for like three hours a day all the time. So by now, I've got some crystallized opinions that are really getting strong. All right, tomorrow's headlines today. What's your headline for the NFL team that takes the biggest leap this season? I've got all my chips in the middle on this team, and uh, it's a risk, but remember what I told you, overs in the NFC, unders AFC. The headline will be, holy cow, Justin is too Wrigley on field. Yeah, Chicago. I'm I'm all in on the Bears. I really do like them, Colin. Okay. Again, I'll give you some of the numbers. One in seven in close games last year. Okay. We know that historically flips the schedule. Bears fans were raving about the stat that I dropped yesterday. Three dome teams visit Chicago in December. Chicago's going to have a major weather advantage. I do think Justin Fields takes the leap in year two in Certainly the same offense. Possible. And I know the Bears defense was, I mean, it was awful last year. They couldn't stop anything. I think year two with Iberflus, he's a good defensive guy. We can't just forget what he did in Indy. And he's finally got the players he wants in the right position. I think this is an 8-9 win team. I believe the Bears are in the wild card mix. They make a quantum leap from three wins. Tomorrow's headlines today. What's the team that takes the biggest step back this season? Ah. Listen, I'm a Jets fan. We know that. So I don't like all the other New York teams, right? Yeah, I think you would agree with me. This team's going down. The headline will be, Honey, I Shrunk the Wins. Dayball sequel bombs at box office. I apologize in advance. Uh, Giants fans, these are the first six games on the schedule for Daniel Jones. Dallas Cowboys, tough one. Arizona, we'll give them the win there. San Fran, Seattle, Miami, Buffalo. Those are all playoff teams from a year ago. One and five is certainly in play for the Giants. And Colin, you look at this team. Did they get better in the offseason? Oh, we added Darren Waller. Well, is he going to be healthy? We don't, we don't know. Like, the running back, Saquon Barkley's not happy. Can he really duplicate what he did last year, which was a great year? Has Daniel Jones hit a ceiling? This is what he is. I mean, he exceeded expectations last year. Um, the wide receivers, like... Can you even name them? Like, they're just not very good anywhere. Dable was outstanding last year. I love the defensive coordinator, but I do believe there's some serious regression coming. They don't sniff the playoffs, and I do think there's a chance they're in the basement in the NFC East below Washington. Tomorrow's headlines today, bunch of coaches on the hot seat. Who's the first coach to lose their gig? This is always tough. You know you don't want to say someone's going to get canned, but uh, (laughs) the outlook looks bleak. The headline will be... I'm not loving it. McDaniels gets <laughs> filet fired. Sorry for the clown picture. This is this is really brutal. Colin, you, I, I sent you a breakdown of uh, some stuff. 
Um, have you looked at the Raiders' interior offensive line? There's an argument. It's the worst in the NFL. Yeah. And now you put Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not exactly fleet of foot and coming off the injury, behind that. Devontae Adams unhappy on the outside. The secondary is arguably the worst in the AFC. This is not a good football team. There's just not a lot of talent. And I do believe the wheels come off and the Raiders are very, very bad and McDaniels gets canned. Dalvin Cook's out there. Tomorrow's headlines today. Where does the star running back land? Everything's coming up. The headline will be... Cook the books. Wall Street fudges the numbers. <laughs> Rogers takes the pay cut. Cook steps in. Colin, listen, I know we're going to keep some powder. We are going to keep some powder dry for backup offensive linemen because, you know, Dwayne Brown's old and Beckton, who knows. But I think you get a chance to add Dalvin Cook. you got to do that. All right. Before the Vikings cut him, Cook's like considered a top five oh, running no, back he's in the league. a very good player. He's outstanding. And now you're telling me a Jets team that adds Rogers and Cook? Two top five guys at their position? Is the arrows not pointing way up? Come on. If the Jets lock it down this weekend, Dalvin Cook, I'm going to come in. Monday's going to be a tough one for you. I'll just say that. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Come on, man. Well, he's good. And yeah. he's productive. There's no doubt that. Finally. Um, listen, the emergence brought Purdy's back. Look good at practice. People are wondering the backup. What's the headline going to be for Trey Lance? So uh, I spent a lot of time on this one last night going back and forth with the producer, and I think I found a landing spot for Trey Lance. The headline will be publicly traded. Vikings find value in Slinger stock. I do believe the Minnesota Vikings, who have a spotty backup situation behind Kirk Cousins, a lot of rumors Cousins could be on the move after this season. I think the Vikings make it play for Trey Lance. It's not that complicated. Lance, by the way, is from Minnesota. Yep, from Minnesota. Played uh, college football in North Dakota State nearby. Well, the Vikings had scouted him, not heavily, but they had scouted him leading into the draft before he was taken. I know that there's been some change in also, the front office. Also, offensive coach. If offensive he's going to grow, you got the right side of the coaching tree. And, uh, you know, O'Connell, very sharp offensive mind. The last one, the Vikings uh, general manager, Kwesi, spent seven years in San Francisco before going to uh, Cleveland and then landing in Minnesota. So has some knowledge of the guys in San Fran. Would not be surprised if Trey Lance ends up with the Minnesota Vikings here at some point, whether it's uh, preseason, uh, midseason, trade deadline, whatever it is. Would not be surprised if Trey Lance is on the move. By the way, Nick Mullins is the backup in Minnesota. He's been around the block, like was pretty good with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. After that, Jaron Hall, the kid, fifth round well, pick out of he, BYU. Uh, he's worth it because you, you're you have cousins. Instead of having to go first round, and you know you can get something else. He's worth a flyer, yeah. a fifth round pick, and, absolutely. And you say you have Cousins. It has been widely speculated by many NFL reporters that Cousins is going to be gone after the season. We've talked about it. Yeah. Shanahan wants him. McVay wants him. Like Cousins is going to have. Suitors. He's got a market. And, and you just wonder, new front office, new head coach. They did well last year, 13 wins. But long-term vision, you need to kind of get rid of the quarterback on the expensive end, get in a guy on the cheap, and then you could flip it around pretty quickly. Yeah. Boy, the Raiders just can't. They just can't ever get the footing. Super Bowl in Vegas, by the way. Tough one. They're not going to They have no chance. None. Well, Vegas should have Super Bowls. It's indoors, and yeah. it's a good winter city. I, I, you know, I've said this before. I know we all think, I mean, we don't change where Mardi Gras is. We, we don't <laughs> change. Like, New Year's is big in New York. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's big in uh, two or three cities. We should have Super Bowls in Miami, Vegas, and L.A. 
Well, didn't we do Arizona last year? It's okay, but it's weird. You get Glendale gets a third, downtown gets a third, Scottsdale. Oh. I, I always think it's a bit disjointed. But I mean, why do we have to move it all? We're moving the draft everywhere, which is awesome. Let's keep the Super Bowl in three That's cities: a good point. Yeah. Miami, Vegas, L.A. And proximity to L.A. for when the Jets are out in, in, here in February. There you go. The Super Bowl. Tired of taking ice cold showers? Don't. Navian tankless water heaters, fifteen year limited warranty. Go to tanklessmadesimple.com. Tanklessmadesimple.com. Fun show. Eric Mangini stopped by. T.J. Hushmanzada is always absolutely fantastic. Uh, have a great weekend. Some Women's World Cup will crush. I'll be watching it. Hope you do too. J Mac, we'll see you Monday. It's the Hurt. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one on one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.